Hi. I always feel like I sound a little nasally whenever I do these, but I swear it's because I do them late at night and my dog's like dander. I don't know. It makes her sound gross, but I swear Toby's is clean. But like the dog particles make me feel very like, I don't know, sneezy. And so I sound a little nasally or maybe I just sound like this in real life. Who knows? But I haven't been here in so long. And I feel like there's always points in my day when I'm like, oh, I should go home and like say something. (laughs) I mean, like record something. But then I like get tired because of schoolwork or like then my friends are like, oh, let's go eat dinner. And then I get home late and I'm like, oh, I'm tired or like, I don't even know if I have enough to say. But I feel like it's it's been about time that I should record something. And I think I like was, I don't know, I've been thinking about like why I record. And the main reason is because I, during the pandemic, I wasn't able to talk to a lot of my friends. Like I would be emotionally unavailable when they were available. And sometimes when I was available to talk about my feelings, they weren't available. And it was just like a timing thing, you know? And I guess that's kind of why this started, but because like everything's kind of like shifting back to in person, there's like less of a need for this. But I also think that like I'm scared of like losing my memories when I get old. So maybe this would be a record of how I grew up, which is kind of creepy thinking about it because like maybe I'll listen to this when I'm like 80 or 90 or 100 if I get there. Um, I don't know. Death, age, time scares me. I don't really want to think about it. But on a lighter note, tomorrow I will be going to Lake George with Faith and Jimwook. And I've never been to Lake George, but it's also a summer vacation location and it is almost winter. So a lot of the things that we would have wanted to do there are not available to do. So we're just going to make the most of it. And I'm happy with that. Um, Yeah, it's going to be really cold when we get there. I think it's going to be like zero degrees or... Something just stupidly cold, but that's okay. We're only going for two days and one night. And I guess better planning could have been gone into it, but I would, mm, I didn't really like care. You know, I was just down to have fun and relax with people I know. Um, But I think the ride is like eight hours or at least 10 hours there and back. Um, And we'd only be there for a couple of hours. Yeah. Mm, that's okay. Like, it's kind of weird how that works out, but I'm okay with it. And I don't know, I'm kind of excited because I've never really hung out with the two of them before. I mean, I have because I work in the computer center with them, but I guess I don't really know them, know them. And usually when I go on like vacation or trips, I'll go with my family or I'll go with like Senna, Eugene, Andy, and Simon. So it's really nice to go out with different people and Realize that, like, my problems with my family or my problems with Eugene, Andy, Senna, Simon, and Derek, I forget. Um, but, like, that they're not my entire world. Like, the world is beyond the people I'm familiar with. Um, so that's good. There might be, like, parts of silence in this because I haven't really, like, done any planning in terms of, like, managing my work before I leave or actual packing. And I leave at, like, 6 in the morning. So... And also, sometimes I just don't know what I have to say. Like, I feel like I have a lot to say because I haven't said anything in so long. But I also feel like... Mm, 
some things I'm not ready to say. I guess this goes to the public, but like, I don't think anyone random listens to this. Um, and also some things are just like unrelated. Don't feel like tying them in. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know. My thoughts are very disorganized. Maybe that's like why I should do this more. Maybe I won't even post this. Who knows? Who knows? No, I'll probably post it just because that's like the only way I'll keep track of things. But I don't even know where to start. I don't know. I guess I'll start with the... Oh, my... Yeah, I'll start with the... Yeah, I'm very scatterbrained right now. I feel like I've been scatterbrained for like... Maybe the past month? Ah, uh, it's been a while. I kind of miss being organized. There was a period of time this semester... Oh, jeez. <laughs> Sorry. There was a period of time this semester when I was pretty organized and on top of my work. And I was, you know, doing things, getting things done, feeling good. Um, maybe I wasn't feeling good. Sometimes when I'm overly productive, it's like... I feel like I'm lacking social interaction and I'll start to feel really lonely. And then I'll go into the opposite spectrum where I feel like I'm over socializing and not doing enough work. I think that's like where I'm at right now. And I feel like I need to like find the right balance. Um, yeah. I Today I went ice skating with Crystal, Cam, Benny, Chrisanna, Kai, Adisa, Shirley, Kenny. I don't want to forget anyone. Laz, mm, who else? Mo, Kate. I I would feel really guilty if I forgot someone. Ah, mm, Eddie. Who else? I don't think I forgot anyone after that. But it was really nice to see them because in the morning I felt really poopy. I slept like 8 p.m. yesterday and I woke up 8 a.m. But then I went back to sleep until 12 p.m. and then I was like I should get out of bed I was going to go pick up like an online order that I had shipped to the store but then I was like oh I should see my friends before I won't see them for the next few days so I remember that Crystal organized the ice skating thing and I was like oh I should go so then I booked a last minute ticket and I hopped on the train and I got over there I like got kind of lost in Prospect Park but while I was being like trying to find my way I realized how pretty it is um, I don't know. Maybe I'll go some with some people. But um yeah, I couldn't like find the entrance to the, like the ice skating rink. I found like a platform to see the rink, which was like on top of the rink. But I like didn't know how to get down. So I was like waving to everyone and no one really saw me. Only Crystal saw me. She's like, You can walk down to the ramp. Um, so yeah, then I walked down to a ramp and then I went to like the little kiosk area where they give you rental shoes because I couldn't find my shoes this morning. And they gave me hockey ski like skates. I've never skated with hockey skates. It's kind of scary because they don't have like the toe pick in the front and they don't have like the long edge at the back. And I'm not a good skater. So I depend on the toe pick and the long edge to kind of keep me stable. Like sometimes I lean on the back of my skates. I know that's like not the way to do it, but that's like how I skate. Um, so I guess maybe I should stick with hockey. Sk- oh, sorry about the voice crack. I should stick with hockey skates more because maybe it'll teach me how to actually skate better. But yeah, I forgot how much like skates hurt, <laughs> like my feet. But I don't know, it was fun. I skated for a little bit. I didn't want to leave Adisa alone because she did hurt her leg like two years ago skating. And she's kind of like paranoid by it. And I totally get it. I didn't want to leave her alone, but she did bring a book. So I bought some hot chocolate for us. I sat down for most of my 
time there. It was really good. It was nice. Um, what was I going to say? I forgot. I forget a lot of things recently. I think it's because, like, I'm overwhelmed. I, like, haven't had time to sit down and really be myself or think about myself, if that makes sense. Um, I don't know where I'm going. Yeah, this is a period of time where I'm just, like, kind of confused by life, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I guess there's been, like, one thing that's, like, kind of been happening, but... Mm, I don't know. Classes have been getting slightly overwhelming. Like the workload. Uh, to be expected. I remember there was a point at the beginning of the semester where I was like, I will prioritize myself. I will sleep early. I will eat well. Um, I tried. <laughs> but it's like, oh, sorry about the voice cracks. I think that's just like how my voice is, honestly. I think I normally have lots of voice cracks. Maybe I'm growing into a deeper voice. Who knows? Or maybe I just need to, like, lubricate my voice box. Ah, maybe I need water. Maybe. Let's see. I wonder if you can hear me, hear me gulping. Mm. Yeah. So... When I'm doing homework with friends and, like, my friends tend to stay up, it's kind of hard for me to give up because I'm like, oh, my friends are going. They've, like, got momentum. I should just, you know, hang on to it. But I, the more I realize it, the more I realize that, like, once it hits, like, 3 a.m., I'm kind of, like, not really useful. Like, I, I'm, not under, I'm not able to understand people. My sentences start to not make sense. My work tends to, like, get a little sloppier. So I think like 3 a.m. is like my hard cutoff, but yeah, that's my thing recently. I've been like staying over at Eugene, Andy, and Simon and Michael's um, because of schoolwork. It just ends up getting late and then it doesn't really make sense for me to go home at like 3 in the morning, so I stay over. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think I should stay over less only because like I fully have my own space. <laughs> um and yeah, I don't think they would like me to be in their space so much. I used to think that like because Senna was always there that they just, I don't know how to explain it. Like, mm, it's going to like make me think, sound like I think like a very like stupid way. But I always felt slightly unwelcomed by Eugene and Simon and Michael and Andy. And I would think it's really weird that because Senna's always staying there, that they were always welcoming to her. And obviously so because she's much more nice. Well, she's like more generous with... I don't think it's more generous because I... I'm more than willing to give my share of whatever I have. But she takes care of them is what I mean. She'll wake up Simon. She'll buy food for everyone. And sometimes I do feel left out because... Ugh, I don't want to cry, but this lady... <laughs> sometimes I, like, don't know how to express my emotions. And the only thing that does... Like, my body does is cry about it. It's not because I'm sad. Well, it is because I'm sad. But because I know I haven't, like, processed it. Um, 
and she'll buy food for everyone. And so obviously she's welcome there. But because I don't do the same, I felt like that's why I'm less welcomed. But she's always there. And I was like, whenever I'm there, which is not always, well, this is at the beginning of the semester, I would be there maybe like during the day. I would feel kind of unwelcomed. And I always felt that like Senna never felt unwelcome, but I haven't asked her, I guess. But I think she feels pretty welcome there. She's like got her stuff there. She like sleeps there. And so she's pretty settled in there. And I thought that because I was, I felt unwelcome that like it was because they just liked me less. And to a certain extent, that is true. (laughs) As like sad as that sounds, you know, you just like learn to accept certain things. But um, (laughs) I forgot where I was going with that. (laughs) I realized that Eugene was mad at me about like not giving him space but he never told me directly and so like I didn't know that and so I just like kept showing up also because I was oh this is so complicated (laughs) but because of what happened over the summer I didn't really feel welcome to begin with so I would always double check like like I would always say I forgot what I would say. But I always said, like, if I'm in their way, like, I can always, like, go. And they would always be like, no, 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 you're more than welcome here. And so to me, when someone says you're more than welcome here, I assume that they'll tell me when I'm not welcome there. But I think maybe there's, like, a cultural difference of, like, a difference in understanding about confrontation. But, like, some people just never told me that they weren't okay with me being there. And I was just supposed to assume from body language. And so I never picked up on the message because I never grew up reading people's body language, really. Like if someone in my family had a problem with me, they would kind of just tell me head on or... Yeah, they would just tell me head on. Um, So I wasn't prepared to read someone's body language and expect to know that they wanted space. But eventually figured that out because someone told... Like because... Yeah, because someone told me, and yeah, and then I realized that sometimes they don't love having Senna there either, and so that made me feel a little, like, I don't want this to be like, oh, because they think negatively of them, that they also thought negatively of me. Like, I don't want that to be the standard, but then I realized, like, it wasn't necessarily an inherent problem with me not feeling welcome, it's just like, mm, I don't know how to explain it. Like, (laughs) yeah, problem was that there was a conflict in communication and I solved it because I was head on about it. I was like, hey, someone told me you have a problem with me. I would love to hear it so I can fix it, you know? Um, Yeah, I kind of like don't really like confrontation and it's kind of been like a common theme that I kind of have to be the one to stand up and say something and it's getting really like hard on me but I know it's like something I have to do it's not like someone else's job so it's not like anyone's like forcing me to do it you know I choose to do it but it gets hard because I don't know I feel like when you confront you share your side first and then you ask you're kind of like asking the other party to do something like for a favor like hey like for example like hey, I'm upset with you. Could we do some, like, 
can we work on this? Like me saying I'm upset with them puts me in like a pretty vulnerable position because I've shared how I felt pretty plainly. And then I'm asking for something. And I feel like also confrontation on the other side, like I guess I am throwing a lot onto them just by catching them off guard and telling them my feelings and expecting an answer. But I also like let people know that like I don't need an answer immediately, you know? But yeah, I've had to confront people about how they feel about me or if they have a problem with me. And it's been like kind of hard. <laughs> like it's it's draining because you think about the confrontation before it happens. Or at least I thought about it for like at least two or three days. That just kind of like took up all the brain space. And it was like dominating my thoughts for the day. And I don't know, getting it over with is nice because then you have an answer. Sometimes you don't like the answer. Sometimes you're fine with the answer. And sometimes the answer is a solution. But I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of hard. I feel like everyone has to do it and it never gets easier. Yeah. Sorry about the silence. I'm just like thinking. <laughs> but there was like one confrontation that I had. And it was really hard because I knew what the answer was. Well, I guess I didn't know what the answer was, which is why I confronted them. I was unsure of the answer. I thought I, yeah, I kind of knew what the answer was going to be, but I wanted an answer nonetheless. And so I confronted them. I mean, confrontation sounds like it has this really like head on like connotation. But when I say confront, I mean like have a conversation, you know, like have a conversation with people. And I don't know. It was very hard to put my emotions on the table. I mean, my feelings on the table and be like, Hey, this is how I feel. Can we figure this out? Um, I was happy that the person involved was willing to listen in both scenarios, um, of my recent confrontations. Um, but the second one, it hurt for a little bit until I realized that, like, I don't care. That sounds rude. <laughs> what I mean to say is, I was uncertain of my feelings, and then I thought I liked someone, so I figured I should tell them. Which is usually how it goes for me. I don't know why. I maybe just am being... I may just be an impatient person and I want an answer, but basically within a couple of days, a lot happened to me. The school asked me for $2,300. They didn't let me register. I gave them $2,300. They still wouldn't let me register. I emailed them and they're like, oh, my bad. Here you go. You can register for none of your classes that you want because they're all filled. So then I got really pissed off at administration. Um, I just hate the financial aid office at Cooper. Actually, it's not an office because they don't have office space. It's just an online realm. They just exist in the internet because you can't even confront them face to face now. Since Cooper like moved the financial aid office out of 30 Cooper Square, they like literally don't have an office. So you have to like teams meeting them, which means they're really good at avoiding your emails unless you're giving them money, which I fucking hate. Um... I don't, I don't even know who's like capable of doing anything there because they email you like 
the stupidest, it's not even English what they email you back. I've had friends like send literal like passport documents and they're like, can we get your passport documents? We don't have them and it is urgent and you haven't submitted them, but we really need your passport documents. And like my friend will send them again. I don't know. Long story short, I feel like I don't want to be rude because I'm sure they're like nice, decent people, but they just don't do their job. They don't like one time I worked for someone in like the international students office and this person didn't even know Excel. Like they had double entered information for students. They were missing students. And I was like, you know, there's conditional formatting. You can figure out if you've already entered this or if you're missing something. And honestly, I just feel bad for them. But also I feel bad because they are annoying me by being actual, I don't want to use this word, but delinquents. Like they don't know how to do their job. They just sit there and like are rude to you. Same with the security guards at Cooper. I, I don't understand why some of them are so sassy because the other day I was walking out with my electric scooter. Oh, also update. I have an electric scooter. Um, and I was like, okay, good night. And I walked out and I was going to use the single door because it was kind of like unfolded already. So I was like, why would I go through the revolving door if I can use a single door? And she's like, don't use the double doors. I was like, I know. So I pressed the green button that says like press to exit. And then there's like a bigger button beneath for like the accessibility people where like it opens both doors. And she's like, I said, don't do like, don't open both doors. And I was like, I didn't. Like, I lit- I thought you have to press the green button before you can even push the door because I thought they lock. And then I was like, I didn't. And she's like, I swear if you... And I was like, dude, I'm using a single door. When when did I say I was going to use two doors? I literally said I won't. And I don't know. She just gave me so much attitude that ruined my day. <sighs> I don't know. A lot of people have been ruin my, ruining my day, but also I realized that it's because I allow them to ruin my day and I control my emotions, so I should just, like, forget about it. But still, like, people being rude and obnoxious and not responding to emails and asking for lots of money for no reason. I mean, not for no reason, but for a reason I'm not even at fault for. Like, really just pisses me off and it's upsetting. But I also realize that I have to learn to compartmentalize my feelings because if I'm having frustration with one thing in my life... I shouldn't let it ruin the other things in my life that are good. But, I don't know, it's really hard. And I haven't, like, figured out a method. But maybe, like, I don't know, sometimes writing things out helps. So maybe I'll have to literally draw, like, my feelings on a page and draw them in, like, different sections of a page and literally write out how I feel. Like, I am frustrated with this in this category, but I feel great about this in this category, you know? Maybe that will work. It's still, like, I don't know, maybe I just have to do that. Uh, I don't know. I'm so frustrated with so many things, especially myself. I, like, don't even feel frustrated at other people. I just feel frustrated with myself sometimes. And that's, like, the worst feeling. Yeah. Oh, I was talking about confrontation, but, yeah, I don't know. I... A lot of people commend me on confrontation, but sometimes they feel like it would have just been easier if I didn't say anything, you know? But I know, like, in the long run, it's better to be honest with how you feel about people. And, like, if there's a problem, you have to fix it. But sometimes I wonder, like, if I didn't say anything, maybe the problem would have solved itself. Or maybe it wouldn't have gone that way, you know? But... 
I don't know. I know I should be proud of myself for like being honest, but sometimes being honest is not really worth it. I mean, it's not that it's not worth it. It just puts me in a very vulnerable position because I share how I feel and I don't necessarily hear how someone else feels when I'm sharing how I feel. So they know all about me, but I don't know all about them, you know. They just know that I'm upset about something or I don't like something or I'm confused by something. And it's kind of hard. But, you know, that's life. (laughs) I guess. Yeah. Oh, I've been, like, posting on my Finsta a lot recently. And I guess that's another record for... Where am I go to when I'm 80, 90, or 100 years old for if I'm curious about how I felt? Mm. Hmm. What happened recently? Oh, my sister went to a wedding in Mexico City. Uh Who are these people? Oh, I don't know this person. Whatever. Sorry, I'm getting so distracted. Oh, Eugene brought Louis to his apartment and I played with him. Louis was nice. But like, he pooped a lot. And I feel like every time he pooped, I had to pick it up and throw it out. I think Eugene got mad at me for taking a picture of Louis while he's pooping. And it was because I thought it was cute. But also because I thought it was funny. And I think Eugene didn't appreciate it. So after that, I left. I went home early because I was like, if he's upset with me, he's probably not going to tell me. And I would apologize. But since he doesn't want to talk about it because it's just like not really who he is, I'm just going to exit myself from the situation. That's kind of been like how things are. It's like very childish, I feel. But I also know that like that's just who he is, you know. I've told him that, like, you can feel free to tell me how you feel if you're upset with me. And I've given him the opportunity to, but he just doesn't want to, I guess. And now I'm doing the thing he expects me to do, which is read his body language. But really, it's not my job to. As a friend, I can't read your mind or, you know, do everything for you. But I think he knows that. And I think he just chooses not to. And so if I'm not worth it, then I'm then he's not worth it, then I'm just going to leave because I'm not going to have a great time if he's not going to want to communicate with me, you know. And I've just learned to accept that, and that's fine. Um, I've been sleeping for a very long time recently, and it's made me feel really groggy during the day, but I think it's more of like a depression exhaustion sleep, and I need to figure that out. But on the right side, I'm getting sleep. <laughs> it's kind of like a sad thing to say. Um, yeah. Um, made a post about compartmentalizing my feelings. Um, what else? (laughs) This is, no, not worth sharing. Oh, sometimes when Tubby sleeps, she sleeps, she looks like an old man. (laughs) So I call her my old man. (laughs) I don't know. It's kind of random. Oh, the other day I was doing laundry and this guy was like staring at me doing my laundry. I thought he was going to take my clothes. And I was like writing like, don't take my tank top, sir. They won't fit you. But yeah. Oh, 
I really like fall. I made this post about how I like fall. I like early fall because it's kind of like the beginning of school. Like there's tons of opportunities. The world is endless, you know? The world is your oyster. But somehow in November, everything just kind of goes to shit. Like everything goes wrong. Um, I don't really know why. It just is. Yeah. I don't know. Last year on like election day, I said like something happened to me. Well, I don't know. I had a confrontation about my feelings with someone. It didn't go my way. And then this year I was going to do it on that same day. But then I was like, I should wait. Maybe it's my bad luck day. Not that like the day would have changed the outcome. But in my head, I was like, oh, it's my bad luck day. So I kind of like waited a week and also because there was like a huge project and like a couple of tests, I felt like it would be rude to like make someone have this conversation with me when there's so many other things going on. So I kind of like sat with the feelings in my own head and that was kind of exhausting because I was like carrying the load. Yeah. <laughs> and so I didn't say anything for like a week and then I said something and then I got over it. I got over it because... They said something something to me earlier that I realized was a reflection of maybe how they really think of me. And I didn't like that. So then I was like, meh. You know, like, mm, it's not worth it. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Basically, someone called me an object. I was not okay with that. I mean, I also was like kind of... In my own head, I'm more considerate of others than I am to myself, I realized. But I was like giving all these reasons in my own head, like why they would say that to me. Like I was like, maybe they said it for themselves to like justify what they're doing in the moment. Like maybe they just needed to call me an object or maybe they wanted me to hear it so that they knew how I, they felt about me. But either way, it didn't work out in my favor. And that's a good thing because whoever calls you an object is not worth your time. I know this. And yet mm, we'll talk about this another time, but like, I also realized that I deserve a lot more, you know, and this is so personal, <laughs> but every time someone says that they're not ready for a relationship, they just like fully mean it, you know, just take it as is. I know I've said this to myself before <laughs> and I still make the same mistakes, but I don't know. I'm not either. So it works out, but yeah, I don't know. Don't be catching feelings, you know, just don't do it. Note to self, just don't do it. It's funny because I told my friend Ethan about this and he's like, before he even said anything, he's like, don't date him. And I didn't even say anything. And Ethan was like, don't date him. <laughs> and then it was crazy because he fully gave an answer before he even explained the problem, which is kind of cool, you know? But yeah. I mean, I told the person about like how I felt about them saying that to me and they genuinely apologized. Sorry for the voice crack but in my own head I can't erase what they said so no matter what happens nothing's really going to change and I guess I'm fine with it like if I'm not worth it to them why should I let them be worth it to me you know but yeah I don't know it's kind of hard to hear some things some things just happen to you you know you just, not that you let it happen, but you don't let it ruin your day. What else? I was honest with this person because I wanted to make things work and like still be friends. 
sometimes friends make it really hard to stay friends, you know. That's fine, but... I'm starting to realize that some of my friends are not very nice to me. And I justify it by saying that maybe I'm just not accepting it correctly, you know. But... I guess... In terms of academic load, I try to do my fair share and share. And sometimes I feel like there was a point when I felt really unwanted in their space. And it was really obvious because I would ask for help on something and they wouldn't really explain it to me. But someone else would ask them for help and they would really go in depth for them. I realize it's, I've asked like a couple of other people like why this could be the case. And they always go back to the same statement like, oh, they're like brothers. So obviously, but I feel like that statement, although it is true, it's like kind of unfair to me. I guess at this point, I realize that it's because I'm third wheeling, but, and I don't really know a solution to third wheeling other than like just not being in the situation. So maybe the solution is to find other friends. I know that's the solution. Like, this has always been a problem for me, which is really bad because I know the problem and I still choose to stick with the problem. It's kind of really bad. It's also weird because every time I confront them about it, they're like, no, we love you. But I guess if you feel unwelcome, then, like, you're made to feel unwelcome. No one makes someone feel unwelcome. Like, no one feels unwelcome for no reason, you know. So. Maybe I, maybe they do make me feel unwelcome and they just don't want to tell me. And so that's why I feel unwelcome, even though they say otherwise. And if that's the case, then maybe they're just too scared to tell me they don't want me there. So I'll do the job for them and I'll just won't be there. And... Some people might hear this and think, oh, wow, she's just really exaggerating the problem and, like, bringing, her, bringing it her own way. But this has been, like, a three-year problem. So, yeah. What catches me off guard is when one person is really nice to me. And it's not even that nice. <laughs> not, I mean, they're nice. They're considerate, but that's just who they are. It makes me feel like they care about me. But I realize that's just, like who they are. Like, they're very considerate. They'll ask about my day, if I've eaten, if I'm tired, if I want to take a nap, they'll be like, oh, you can take a nap in my bed. But maybe that's just courtesy, you know? Sometimes you should never overstay or take someone's, like, generosity too far, you know? I realize this is a problem because I never feel this way with my other friend groups. And my other friend groups actually openly talk about emotions. <laughs> like, Crystal was telling me how she was scared to tell someone no, like an invite to a, an event, but that she, because of how close we are, she'd be so comfortable telling me no. And to me, that's really healthy because like, 
I don't know. You're just being plain with your feelings. Like you're not lying. You're not like, oh yeah, you're welcome to come. And then never tell them the details. Like Crystal's like, no, if you ask to come, I'm going to say no. Not because I don't want you there, but because, you know, it's just not, the event is not for you and that's fine. And I totally respected that and I would do the same. And that's what I would want out of her friendship. But yeah, I feel like the case right now is like, they're saying yes, but they mean no. I'm talking about my, like, Eugene, Andy, Simon, Senna. You know, I always feel welcomed by Michael, though. Michael's really nice. Sometimes he talks a lot, but sometimes he says weird things, and sometimes I disagree. Sometimes he's very stubborn, but he means well. And that's honestly all that counts. Yeah. I'm not silent. I'm just thinking. <laughs> mm. I don't know. Sometimes I fall asleep watching a YouTube video and I wake up and there's still videos playing. Sometimes I wake up on time. I'll stay in bed until I'm late for class. I'll always be like five minutes late. Some classes, the class hasn't even started after five minutes. In other classes, there's like 50 lines worth of text. I mean, like notes on the board already within five minutes. I've been painting my nails a lot recently. I guess it's kind of therapeutic. Sometimes they look good, sometimes they look bad. I like to... Recently, I've been painting a lot of them blue, but today I went to CVS with Jimwook and which was kind of like a lighter color. I was looking for a green because I like green. I think like two of my favorite colors are green and orange. I like green because, I don't know, it's a nice color. It goes well with most other colors like blue, white, black, cream. I like orange because it's like a sunset color. It's very warm and welcoming. You know, also the first color I dyed my hair was orange. Oh, my roots are growing out. Well, they've grown out for a long time. They're kind of at my chin now. I like randomly, spontaneously got a haircut about a month ago. And it was just long enough for me to be able to tie it. But short enough for me to consider like, why didn't I just cut off more? You know, at this rate, just cut it all off. Sometimes when it's an awkward hair length, you just don't want your hair to exist. And I was like, what if I just shave my head? Not in, like, the Britney Spears, like, kind of chaotic way, but, like, because the hair is, like, at an awkward length. And I look like Lord Far Farquaad from Shrek. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't really like this look. Maybe I should just cut it all off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is so random, but I'm looking at it. But there's, like, the CeraVe salicylic acid lotion. And it's actually really helped my skin. There's, like, a couple of things I've been insecure about with my body. Starting from bottom, I'd say like my foot structure. I don't really like my bunion. It looks so not good. It just makes my feet look ugly. And I get really insecure about flip-flops, which is why I never really wear them. What else? Oh, and then my next thing would be my skin. I have these like red bumps everywhere. And it's because of like an overproduction of keratin. And so it's just like, ton. I don't know, a kind of crude and disgusting way of saying explaining it is like a ton of ingrown hair everywhere 
And so a solution is salicylic acid. And I was like, oh, nothing would solve this problem. Even like as a kid, like my mom would scrub the shit out of me until I was bleeding. I think it's a genetic problem because she has the same problem. But I started using the lotion consistently. That was the key because I used to do it inconsistently. And I was like, oh, nothing's going to solve this problem. Not even this cream that everyone's talking about. But then I started using it consistently, even though it wasn't every day. It was like every three days when I would notice the lotion bottle. Um, but it works. It's good. It doesn't solve all of it, you know, because I also have like a dry skin problem. But it solves part of like 90% of the problem enough to make me feel confident in my skin. What else? I also have some scars on my knees that I'm like insecure about. It's from like playing tag in the fifth grade. I remember this kid, David. Oh, geez. I forgot his last name. Ho? David Yang? David? No idea. Oh. I know his face in my head. I don't remember his name. David So? Mm, could be it. Who knows? But he shoved me and I fell and I scraped my knee. I remember that. <laughs> um, next up would be like my waist size. I don't know. In the beginning of the semester, I didn't eat enough. And so it was because I felt lonely and I didn't want to eat alone. And so I would tag along with Eugene and Andy to their home. I didn't want to eat their food. And sometimes they wouldn't even offer to make me food, which I get because it's their food. So then I would go with them. They would eat. I wouldn't eat. And then I'd go to class. And then I'd work until like midnight-ish. And so I didn't eat the entire day. And it got really exhausting, like mentally and physically. Because when you don't have sustenance, you kind of just break down. I got like kind of cranky, kind of irritable. And I'm really sorry if I like irritated anyone by how irritated I was. But then I realized, who gives a shit about feeling lonely? So then I just ate lunch alone. And that was fine. One time I ate lunch on the terrace. I ordered like Frankie's salmon teriyaki, which is, it's okay. I don't know. Everyone raves about it, but I think the sauce is way too sweet. And I, it was really windy. And so I picked up like a fork full of salmon and then a gust of wind came by and then it flew off my fork into the like actual abyss i like wanted to catch it because i was like oh my god no i'm gonna litter and then i like realized it just flew over the gate on the terrace and i was like there's no getting that back i hope like a bird gets like a fantastic meal out of that you know oh no my laptop's dying let me go fix that okay i'm back it's charging. It got to like 13%, which is kind of concerning because recently my laptop's been dying at like 10%, even though it still has 10%. But I guess, hmm, I don't know. I think getting a MacBook was a good decision for engineering, but I also wish that I had a Windows computer as well because there's a lot of like programs that only really exclusively run on Windows and a lot of programs that were made to run on Windows. So yeah, it would have been nice if I got an additional laptop. Maybe I'll get one for myself for Christmas or something, but I don't know. Spending money is kind of hard, but I do it a lot. Like sometimes when I feel sad, I just go online shopping, which is bad for the environment. I know that. Um, and bad for my wallet. I know that too. But yeah, I also realized that because I started working at Steep Rock Bouldering, which is now vital, 
um, I get a pro discount on North Face items. So the other day after my CAE midterm, I felt so like dead inside. I went home at like 11 p.m. after eating dinner. Like, I guess it's a Monday ritual where Cinna buys everyone Chipotle. Um, and obviously I pay her back, but uh, then I eat there for like an hour and then I go home. But at like 11 p.m. I went home and I was like, wow. I feel so shitty. I'm going to go buy myself some things. I bought myself like $200 worth of jackets and sweaters and a backpack that I didn't really need. But, you know, now I have. <laughs> and I got it for like 50 off, like 50% off. I guess I'm not supposed to say that to people. But honestly, no one listens. No one from the public listens to this. So it's fine. But, yeah. What else did I buy? I bought this Outdoor Voices bag that I was supposed to pick up today. But then I was like, I'll just go ice skating instead. I bought some acrylic. I still have to pick that up from Canal Street Plastics because I wanted to learn how to make acrylic jewelry. Like I started working in the Ace Lab and they have a laser cutting machine. I want to get better at laser cutting. I also work in the makerspace now and I still work at the computer center. So I have four jobs. And I think like every week I work like 30, 40 hours and it does feel exhausting. So that might mean I should stop. But it also gives me a reason to not feel so lonely or to justify my loneliness because I'm like, oh, it's because I work all the time. But I think the moral of the story is to be okay with feeling lonely. Like, being lonely is okay. You know, I should just be okay because I'm going to be with myself the rest of my life. So I shouldn't dislike being alone. And rather than saying being alone, I should say being by myself because I am with someone. Myself. Um... Yeah. Sometimes people tell me that I'm very mature for my age. It's kind of weird because now I'm growing into the age of maturity, I guess. So then will people just say, oh, you act your age, you know? I wonder when people will say that. Last year, I thought I really liked someone, and I think I did. It's kind of hard to admit that you like someone. It's like a very vulnerable thing to say, but... I wrote some things about them in my notes app, which is when you know it's bad, <laughs> but I never really deleted it and I read it again and it was kind of like bittersweet to see things. It felt like a different person. It didn't even feel like I wrote those things, but it is weird to see what my brain is like when it's like, ugh, I don't want to use this term, but not in love, but like enchanted by someone. And I, like, wanted to write things about the person recently who made me feel enchanted by them. But I know that, like, sometimes writing things down confirms it. And I, like, was in denial about my feelings. And so I never wrote anything. <laughs> but sometimes I tell people things and they're like, oh, that's very cute, you know. Earlier today, I told Benny something, and he was like, oh, that sounds very sweet of them. But that's not the case, because they're just a considerate person. They don't actually have feelings for me. You know? That's fine. Someday, I wonder if all these experiences of me being... I guess it's rejection. It is rejection. Will stop me from believing in love. This sounds like so, I don't know how to explain it. Makes me sound like I'm broken. (laughs) 
I really want to think that way. It's not like someone's broken or whole or fixed or unbroken or never broken or perfect or unperfect, imperfect. But sometimes I sigh a lot. <laughs> Andy notices and he's always like, what's wrong? Sometimes I wonder if he actually cares if I say what's wrong or if he just says it because he's nice. No one else really picks up on my size. But I guess I spend all day with that kid. He's in all my classes. It's kind of hard to not notice. Well, I share all my classes with Cam too. Oh, actually, Cam will ask me about my day and if anything's wrong. And Zach. Well, Zach never asks. But Zach's also pretty quiet. Actually, Cam doesn't really ask about what's wrong. He'll just be like, are you okay? Which is very nice of him. But. It's weird when someone who doesn't, it's not that they don't like you, but who doesn't see a future, I don't know how to say this, asks you about your day. If they don't see a future with you, you kind of wonder like, are they doing this out of courtesy or are they doing this because they want to hear about my day? Or are they doing this because they want to hear about my day, how I feel, and they care for me? Or maybe they do all those things. Maybe they want to hear about your day. Maybe they do care for you. They want to hear how you feel. And that's all. And I think I have to accept that like people can do that, and that is it. It's nothing more, nothing less. I mean, I knew that from the start. Yeah. It's nice to see when things work out for my friends, though. Like, I think it's very sweet that Crystal and Cam have each other, you know. I think it's sweet that... Oh, I can't think of anyone else. <laughs> Oops. But I think it's sweet, you know. I think it's nice for them. I don't think anyone ever completes another person. I think when you are in a relationship, you kind of share the load. And... Yeah. What's weird about like being in the in-between phase is like sometimes you exist in that phase and you look around and you're like, honestly, this feels like dating. Except without the label. And I guess recently I did think that. I was like, wow, I feel like I'm dating this person without actually dating them. And then I realized, wait a second, no. If I were dating them, I would be way more excited about it. And because of that reason, I'm obviously not getting what I want or what I deserve. And so that's more the reason to let it go. And that's fine. I feel like I encounter this every November. And maybe in August, September, October, I should just avoid <laughs> avoid feelings. I just should avoid people. Uh, not avoid. This makes it sound so sad, like I've lost hope in the world and the universe, but yeah. At the beginning, someone asked me if I believed in fate. And I don't remember why I started talking about cupcakes to them because it's such an unrelated topic. But I guess I do believe in fate. I believe... Actually, I talked to Benny about this too. But I believe that you meet everyone for a reason, whether you learn from them 
or you grow with them, you know, or you grow old with them, you know, but uh, sometimes the universe throws people at you just to fuck with you, not to fuck with you, but to make you learn a good lesson. Sometimes you have to learn the lesson twice, sometimes three times, sometimes all the time, you know, sometimes to make you realize you deserve better or maybe that they deserved better. But you learn from everyone. Yeah. Ooh, I should pack for tomorrow. I think the plan is to like be on a bus for hours and hours and then go hiking, question mark, because maybe the weather will permit, maybe it won't. And then watch a movie and then wake up do some candle-making activities, walk around town, and then go home. So I think I'll just need sweatpants for the bus ride, like something, a comfy outfit, so maybe sweatpants. Sweaters are nice, but because they're, like, pulling over your head, maybe it'll get hot. I think zipper sweaters will be better. Mm. For sneakers, I have, like, two pairs of Reeboks, one which is, like, super tattered. I think they smell weird, so maybe I should throw them out. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, I'm not going to wear those for sure. I might wear my other, like the newer ones. I've had them for a year, but I didn't wear them until recently. I recently got these Blundstone boots because of the pro discount I get on them. Um, but I don't think I've worn them in yet, so I don't want to be uncomfortable with my boots. But they're really good boots. I like them. They're kind of cute. They give like a little bit of height, but not too much. There's no like actual heel. It's like a workman shoe. It was good to buy. I think it's a good purchase. I think they're waterproof too. So they'll be good for the winter. I don't have actual like rain boots or anything. I think those will be good. I bring hiking shoes, a thermal layer, pajamas. Maybe like my face products because I am breaking out. I hate breaking out. Oh, insecurities. Okay, yeah. My size, my weight. I guess my... never really insecure about my chest because I feel like any bigger and I couldn't exercise any smaller and I would feel like my tops wouldn't fill. So I guess I am okay with them. What else? Oh, my, yeah, I guess my skin is really one of the bigger concerns for me. It's like my acne. I really don't like acne, but sometimes when my skin's too clear, I'm like, oh, now I can't blame my ugliness on my acne. That sounds so sad, but like sometimes I'm like, oh, now my features are more apparent because normally I feel like when people look at my face, they notice my acne first. So then I can't be like, oh, I feel gross and ugly today because of my acne, because then when my face is clear, there is no acne. So then I just feel gross and ugly because of my face. But, you know, you learn to love yourself and I've learned to accept that. My face is my face. It gives me my ability to eat, my ability to smell, my ability to see, you know. Oh, sometimes I like my face. Sometimes I like parts of my face. Sometimes I like my nose. Sometimes I don't like my nose. Recently, I've been like perming my lashes and they're kind of fucked up because like one is more curly than the other. I'm too lazy to fix it. Honestly, I don't think anyone notices. So I don't care. But that makes me feel a little more confident. And filling in my eyebrows in the morning is kind of like a ritual. 
makes me feel more confident. What else? For some reason, lip balm, like chapstick, full-on aquaphor makes me feel confident because my lips don't look so dry. That's about it. Yeah, those things make me feel more confident. When my hair is nice, I hate having greasy hair. So sometimes, oh, when I get home, I get really tired, so then I just go straight to sleep. But I would ideally shower at night and then wake up in the morning clean. But recently I've been showering in the morning and arriving to school a couple minutes late with my hair a little bit wet. And that's fine with me. At least I feel clean. At least I don't go to school feeling dirty and gross. What else? I forgot what I was saying. Oh, I was talking about clothes and things to pack. Bought a couple of snacks from H Mart, Tesso, The Bean with Jim Wook today. What else? I was talking about shoes. Hiking shoes, regular shoes. That's all I need. Face products, pajamas, thermal layer, probably another thermal layer because I'll probably sweat in the first one. And then another top and maybe real pants. I'll bring a pair of real pants. I don't think that's good. Two socks, extra pair of underwear, undergarments, a hat. Do I even have a hat? Ooh. Random thing, I really want to buy a scarf. Like, it's kind of one of my goals for this season is to figure out how to wear a scarf without feeling ugly. <laughs> like, feeling like I'm engulfed by the scarf. There's been this thing called, like, a balaclava. I kind of want one. I know that it's like a ski mask-esque thing. Oh, Crystal sent photos. So cute. <laughs> I'm looking through the photos, kind of sweet. Um, balaclava. Guess this is shopping with me too. Bala seal. Yeah. Oh, I guess I can buy one off Amazon. Oh, that is intense. No, that's not what I was looking for. I think I'm looking for a knitted one because the knitted look is cute. I think that's what's in this season. Oh, it's kind of cute. I mean, I don't like the feeling of something restricting my neck, so maybe something, like, loose. Mm, maybe Etsy would have one. <laughs> Let's look at Etsy. It's, like, something handmade. Someone can sell that, right? Knitted balaclava woman. Doesn't matter. Oh, $45, Sir. Sir. Why is that one $3? No way. There's no shot that is like $3. What the heck? Oh, maybe it's just the... Okay, yeah. No, it's just the... It's not... What's that called? A print? A guide? Uh, No, there's a word for it. You know what I mean. When people, like, make fabric thingies and they have, like, a guide that they buy. Ooh, heck. These are kind of cute. Maybe I'll look at them later. They make you look kind of weird, but <laughs> honestly, who cares if I look weird? If I'm warm, I'm warm. And that's all 
I can ask for for myself. Ooh, I also heard that like H&M has really good knitted things. But again, I don't like supporting big companies, but sometimes you just have to. Accept all cookies. Give me your cookies. Oh, I've been buying from Everlane a lot. Very expensive, but I guess kind of worth it. Yeah, maybe I'll do some online shopping and feel a little bit better, but obviously that's never the answer. But I'm going to do it because I like buying things which is really bad, which is why I work so much, so I can fund my desire to purchase endless things. $60. Okay. Oh, it's called a pattern, a knitting pattern. Okay. They're cute. So, and someone put the effort to make it, and I'm supporting small business, so who cares if it's expensive, but still... Sometimes you have to realize that the real price of things, the price of things in stores is skewed by the fact that it's made in a non-sustainable, like an unsustainable manner. And it's hard to like realize that and put things into perspective when things are actually made by people and they're paid correctly. I guess they pay themselves, but you know, if I don't like it, I'll give it to Tubby's. <laughs> Cause the only concern is if the balaclava is too small, right? There's never a concern that it's too big. I don't know. If you have any ideas of what I can buy, let me know because I love buying things. Maybe I'll buy you something. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe I'll buy some things for tummies. I love buying things for my dog because, I don't know, it's so cute. I think she's a very cute dog. I mean, she looks like an old man sometimes, so I call her my old man. Tibby's my old man. My parents have been stealing her a lot recently, but it's also because I don't go home sometimes. So they like having her, and they're used to having her. Oh, I hate wool. It's so itchy. <laughs> okay, yeah. If you have something that you want, text it to me. I will look at it and consider if I want it and then also consider if I should get you one. It's not a promise. Just an open consideration. All right. Bye, guys. I love you.